The Mishnah continues with the last case of the previous Mishnah, where we learned that the husband said that neither he nor his heirs will make his wife swear. It was said in the fourth Mishnah that a woman who's put in charge of her husband's property can be made to swear that she did not take any of it. The Mishnah, this Mishnah will discuss whether his heirs can make her, can make her take such an oath if she managed his property after he died. If she went directly from her husband's grave to her father's house, so nothing to do with the husband's property after he was buried, or if she went back to her father-in-law's house so she stayed in her husband's home but was not made an administrator of his property after he was buried, the husband's heirs cannot make her swear that she did not take anything between the time he died and the time he was buried, even though she was in charge of the estate during that interval. So the heirs cannot force her to swear about what she did with her husband's property in his lifetime because he had stipulated that she will not have to make any oath to him nor to his heirs. Nevertheless, they should have the right to demand an oath concerning the period after his death because his promise applies only to issues that concern him, like her to payments and her management of his properties while he was alive. Once he dies, however, and his property goes to the heirs, they should be able to make her swear about what she did with it after his death. Our Mishnah teaches that even after the husband's death, the heirs cannot demand such an oath. The rabbis were concerned that if the heirs could make her swear about money she spent after her husband died, she might not be willing to spend anything on this funeral unless she was observed by witnesses who could testify that she had spent the money properly. This would delay the funeral, which would be degrading to the deceased. To prevent this, the rabbis agreed that she was not to swear about what she did between the burial, to sow the death and the burial. Okay, so they cannot make her swear. Now, the Imnasit Apotropa, however, she was made an administrator of the property after he was buried. The heirs can indeed make her swear about the future. They can make her swear that she did not take anything after the burial, just as a person who hires someone to manage his property can make him swear that he did not steal anything. Um... But they cannot make her swear about the past. They cannot make her swear that she did not take anything when the husband was alive. This is because our Mishnah's case is where the husband said neither he nor his heirs would make her swear. Now Mishnah Zion, this Mishnah lists five cases in which a woman must swear before she can collect the Ketubah payments. The case will be explained in the next Mishnah. So Hapokemetz Ketubah Ta, Lotipara, if a woman reduces her kutubah, that is, she says that she had already been paid part of it, she is not paid the rest unless she makes an oath that she was not yet paid in full. If one witness testifies against her that the and says that her kutubah was already paid, she is not paid unless she makes an oath that is still owed to her. If she comes to collect a kutubah from the property of her husband's orphans that they inherited from him, or from sold property, so property that her husband had sold but she can take for her kutubah, or if she comes to collect a kutubah not in her husband's presence, she is not paid unless she makes an oath that it is still owed to her. So in the biblical law, a woman can always collect a kutubah without having to take an oath. Her obligation to swear in the permissions of five cases is only rabbinic. And the reasons that uh, for each one of these cases, we will learn in the next Mishnah. Have a great day.